Um, this afternoon's sessions, we got a great lineup for you. Stavros is about to do how to use your Apple II as a dumb terminal for Mac OS X. Um, after that, we're going to have Jeff Weiss. Um, he's going to talk all about the GNOME open source Unix-like environment that runs on an Apple II GS. And then the last one before the banquet will be Melissa Barron doing her Oregon Trail game on. Thanks, Stavros. All right. So. Um, actually, there's going to be two parts to this presentation. Um, the first part is going to be, um, they're related. The first part is going to be bootstrapping an Apple II using ADT Pro. And then the second part is going to be using the Apple II as a dumb terminal. Um, because when I actually sat down to do the dumb terminal part, I realized that it would only take 10 to 15 minutes of presentation. Um, so since I have an hour allocated, I figured that I would include this other stuff about ADT to help people, especially if, if they haven't used ADT before. Um, it's uh, actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. So, start off with um, what is ADT? And um, ADT is, I think it stands for Apple Disk Tool or something along those lines. Apple Disk Transfer. And it's a way of transferring disk images and such from modern PCs, whether they run Linux or Mac OS X or Windows to good old real Apple IIs and making actual physical floppy disks out of them. So there's a couple ways you can do this. You can download the disk images and make them yourself on Apple IIs. Yeah, you can download the disk images and make them with whatever disk image conversion program you like. Or, let's say all you have is a Mac with serial cable or you know PC with serial cable, a 2E, and blank disks. So how do you start up, if you don't have a system disk, how do you start up the computer? Well, the people that made ADT thought about that and they use a process called bootstrapping. So where do you get ADT? Um, I'm going to load up Safari here. Actually, they're actually pretty good 
they, they, they include a decent tutorial on how to do serial bootstrapping. So what does ADT Pro require? Um, it requires, of course, it requires a, a modern computer and they have versions of the, the server program for um, Macs, Linux, and Windows. And it uh, requires a, any Apple II, actually. Um, if it's a 2 plus, um, if it's an Apple II, 2 plus, or 2E, you have to have a super serial card. Um, or it'll work with the 2GS modem port, or it'll work with the 2C modem port, or it'll work with an Apple III serial port. Or it'll function with Ethernet if you have an Ethernet card in your system. And as far as I know, that's the only Ethernet card that is supported is the Ethernet. Or you can actually use the Apple II's cassette ports. So if you have a 2, 2 plus, or 2E, uh, you can do it that way. But I chose to go the serial route. Um, incidentally, Tony sells super serial cards for 20 bucks at 16sector.com. Thought I'd put in a little plug for you there. <laughs> Big smile. <laughs> um, and um, there's a company that makes cables that you can get and attach to your USB to serial adapter for your modern computer. And I'll show you that website in a minute. I did not buy my cable from them. I just bought off-the-shelf parts at Micro Center. But what you need is a, a USB um, to serial adapter. And then you need a serial cable. And then you need some way of connecting it to the super serial card on the back of the 2E. Hence all the gender changers and size changers and whatnot. Um, the cables that you get from the other website um, don't have nearly this much mess on the end. But it works, so that's what I'm going to use. But the cables you can get from Retrofloppy.com. Products.html. So retrofloppy.com slash products.html. Right there. Um, and as you can see, they make a cable that goes from for Apple IIc and Laser 128 null modem cable. Um, Apple II GS, Apple III, and Super Serial Card, and various adapters. So um, they'll even sell you ADT on a disc for eight bucks, which, yeah, kind of steep. I mean, you can do it yourself. So just buy the cable from them and skip buying the disc from them. Because once you have the cable and the software, you can make the disc yourself. But they also apparently sell 
brand new old stock floppy disks as well. And five and a quarter inch floppy controllers. So anyways, so that's where you can get um, cables from. And they seem to be reasonably priced, like 20 bucks or something. They're, they're custom made, I assume. So once you have the cable, um, you, you can hook it up. Now some, make sure that whatever driver disk came with your cable gets installed on the computer. I, I previously installed uh, the drivers um, on here. So what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna plug in my serial cable the Mac. I'm going to plug this into the super serial card on the back of the 2E. And I'm going to put this away for a minute. And then I'm going to start up the ADT Pro application. Um, Like that. So does this require like a Java virtual machine or something? Uh, yeah, I think this is actually written is. In, in Java. Um, so I think you do have to have a Java virtual machine. Um, so I'll just get this out of the way. Alright, so what you're going to do is you're going to make sure that it's um, configured. So you choose serial, because that's the connection that we're going to use, and it says connected. So it doesn't actually Well, I think if, if uh, one of the ends was disconnected, it would tell me that there wasn't anything there. Um, serial configuration, bootstrapping. I'm going to leave the speed at 9600 because when I tried faster speeds it didn't work. Leave the pacing at the default of 150. And then under port, under port you're going to choose um, whatever your serial cable is called. Mine is called TTY USB serial. Um, On Windows that will be different. In Windows, that might be different, yeah. Or if you're using a different adapter, it's going to have a different name. Uh, one of the quick ways to do it is start it up without the the port connected, and then see what shows up when you plug it in. Exactly. Yeah. What do you yeah, call that's, it? That's it, well, it doesn't matter. The USB adapter. Well, the really USB good. adapter I, I, I bought. That's oh. that's a separate thing. Okay. If you're using a machine that has its own serial ports, go for it because you already know that it's there. Yeah. Right. So that's set. Alright, so what we're going to do here is we're going to bootstrap. We're going to start up the computer with ProDOS. We're going to boot the computer into ProDOS without a disk. Okay, so I'm going to start the process and then I'm going to switch the, the, the 2E monitor over to the, the screen so you can see what's happening. So you start off, you go to the bootstrapping menu, you choose 
Prodos, and it says send Prodos. Okay, and so what it's going to do is it's going to give you commands to enter on the Apple. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch. All right, so the commands that it asks us to enter are IN pound 2, IN number 2. Or whatever slot your serial card is in. Or whatever slot your serial card is in, that's true. But the usual place for, for this type of serial card is slot 2. And then, now this says control A, 14B. Some super serial cards require you to use control I. So if you press control A and nothing happens, then try control I. So when I do control I on mine, it responds with Apple SSC. That means that it's listening for a command, and the command you're going to enter is 14B and then you get return, okay? And then on the Mac side, after you've entered those commands, then Stop you- us. Stop yeah. us, why did we enter that command? What does it mean? What's it for? Um, it sets the baud rate. I think, yeah, it sets the baud rate. Yeah. So number, it's number 14 14. on the list. To match what's- Right. If you don't do that and it doesn't work, now you know why. Right. <laughs> Unless it's already set to 96. Right. And then you and then you hit OK. So I'm going to go back and hit OK. And this should work. Yep. All right. So what it's doing is it's entering ProDOS into the computer. Byte by byte. As if you were sitting there typing it. Just faster. Yeah, a lot faster. This takes about 250 seconds um, to do. If you, had bad, if you got bad RAM in there, you're about to find out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so while this is going on, I'm going to talk about the software that you need on the Apple II side to use your Apple II as a dumb terminal for OS X. Um, just about any terminal program will do as long as uh, it supports VT100 terminal emulation, or actually VT100 or higher. Um, so for instance, ProTerm would work. Um, I'm not going to use ProTerm, however, because ProTerm will not fit on a single floppy disk, a uh, five and a quarter inch floppy disk, and I don't have any three and a half inch drives connected to this computer. So what I'm going to use is another program called Modem Manager, modem.mgr, and you can get that from Asimov. Yeah. The reason you need ProTerm on a single disk is because you have to move it in one shot to be able to use it? Yeah. Make a special one. Okay. Cool. I can, I can okay, so Tony will make a special one. But I'm going to use Modem Manager because that's that's what I did. Um, and I think let's see, you can find that while that thing's going. I'm going to find Modem Manager here real quick. 
And don't memorize these codes. They're all proprietary part of Babel. <laughs> Thanks for the word. I've been writing them down. <laughs> all do, they, do they have any uh, restrictions on public display? Better not. <laughs> it's another illegal number, just like uh, for commercial. Just like the CF DCSS yeah. number. You have this is a bumper sticker. Have a long bumper. Come with those scrolling LEDs. All right. Okay, so this is one place you can get it on the mirror for for ground. Um, mirrors.apple2.org.za slash ground.icaen.uiowa.edu slash useful.stuff slash disks with capital D. Yeah, I know. It's a long URL. It's M-O-I-C. You want me to bitly it or tiny URL it? If you put together a package of just the exact stuff you need, I'll make You'll a post select it. a select a selection someplace in the order it needs to be. Okay. We'll 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 we'll, we'll do that. But the, the file you want is mmgr underscore pdos underscore dsk, which has the uh, disk images in it, which I've already downloaded. Okay. Okay. So if you look at the two e. Rodos has just booted, and they've helpfully gone back to the prompt so that you can send the ADT Pro program over to it. So we'll switch back to the Mac. The Mac says, all done. Next, send the ADT Pro serial client. So what we're going to do is Go back to bootstrapping, ProDOS, and we're going to choose Send ADT Pro Serial Client. So it's going to tell you to do the same thing. Input from the Super Serial Card, IN number <coughs> 2, and then the Control I or Control A, 14B to set the baud rate, and then hit <coughs> OK. So that's I'm going to do that now. Still have no disk in here. Alright. And now I'm going to hit OK on the Mac. And you're going to see it do another um, song and dance with the numbers. What is it sending over now? Now we're sending over the ADT program itself that's going to run on the 2E. And once that's done, then you can take a blank disk, format it, and then put the disk image onto the floppy. And then you don't have to do this bootstrapping stuff again. And then you don't have to do this bootstrapping stuff again. 
basic system is on here. Um, basic system is on here. Now I went ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an ADT disk for you guys. But I also went ahead and sent and did the modem manager disks ahead of time. So I'm not gonna spend the time to do all of them again. But I will go through the process once for you to see how it works. Does it always run 9600 or can it run faster once? It can, it can run faster. Um, I've done 16 whatever on 2GS with so the accelerator. Yeah, yeah it, it'll go faster. <laughs> I tried faster on this one. I tried 19200, but. Um, the sum of all evils. 9600 will get it done in the same amount of time you spent messing with the other one trying to, <laughs> trying to get yeah, it done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you use a crappy Windows box, then it'll run 100. Does anyone know what the uh, baud rate is if you use an accept port? Um, it's atrocious. It's, it's like 45. Doesn't it take like three minutes to transfer it? 45 or 110 or something. 30 like minutes? There are lots well, of I think it's, Yeah, I think it's it does take 30 minutes. 1500 uh, bytes per second. It's so about seven times. No, one and a half. That's That's what you're gonna. That's what you might as well be going doing while you're waiting. Yeah, and as this is doing, as 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 it's as it's sending the stuff to the Apple II, um, it's got a progress bar that tells you how much how much you got left so also for those who notice the protoss blinking you don't usually get protoss blinking should you be able to capture that version of protoss that it sends over that's not one you really want to use for anything else they've stripped out the quit routine in it to dump it back to basic they've got just enough to get this to get this client to run and you're gonna bring over a real disk and you got legitimate stuff yeah, this 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 is a neutered version of Protoss that we just loaded. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's PDOS. All right. So now we've got ADT Pro running on our TUI. Okay, with no disk in the drive. Now, while that's running. We're going to put a floppy in, and we're going to format the disk. I put it in slot 6, drive 1, so you just choose that, just leave the volume name. It doesn't matter what you put for volume name. Ready to format? Yes? Very fast. It's and they, they replaced the disk read, right? Oh. Okay. Originally, I thought I was not familiar with it, so I was just eight Okay. All right. So format another? No. Okay. So let's go back to the Mac for a minute. Inside the directory that ADT 
Pro comes with is a, is a folder called Disks. Okay, and that's where you put your disk images um, to be transferred over. All right, so we're going to transfer this disk image, ADT Pro 1.1.5.dsk, from the Mac to the Apple and make the disk. Okay, so any disks you want to make, you, you put in there because you type in the file name on the Mac side, I mean on the Apple side, and not on the Mac side. So we'll switch over. Switch over. These voice commands are so rough. Huh? The voice commands to the projector? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we hit R for receive, and then ask for the file name. ADT Pro dash 1.1.5 And we hit return. Alright, so. It's getting ready, so you choose you choose the uh, disk, and you hit return. And as you can see, this goes pretty quickly. So it reads off the off the Mac, and it writes it to the disk. This is very successful. Ah, yeah. I think. In this phase. Um, you can usually run faster than the bootstrap phase. Yeah. Yeah, this phase, yeah, you can run, yeah. The bootstrap is where it kind of gets confused if you, if you... Yeah, it's generally because of the, the scrolling of the text screen as it's entering data. Yeah. It, it delays it enough that it can drop characters from the serial right. port. And, and, and this app can check checksum so it can tell it. And that's probably what was fouling this up, even at 9600 on the... I tried it on the... Uh, 2E card in the um, color classic that I have with me. That's probably what was screwing it up. Because that's got even slower screen updates. So if you crank the pacing number up, that probably, uh, probably puts it. Yeah. That pacing only applies to bootstrapping. So yeah. Once you get it in there, you don't need it anymore. Right. Especially All right, so, so now we have our disk. Okay, and then in the future, all you do is this. And then you choose which program to start. And you never have to do bootstrapping again. Unless something happens to your disk. But you're going to make a backup copy, right? Right. <laughs> Eventually. All right, so I used I used ADT Pro to make the modem manager disks that we're going to be using for the rest of the presentation. So you start off by using the modem manager install disk. So I'm going to put that in here. Yeah. There's three disks. There's an install disk, a work disk, and a utilities disk. But all, all you're going to use are the install and the work disk. Alright, so it says insert work disk with uninstalled or previously installed program and press return. So I'm going to do that. 
that you're going to install you're going to install um, the 80 column adapt the 80 column video driver so you choose option one install video driver and two Apple 280 column normal or split screen you're going to do normal it's going to load its file use this driver yes okay and then um, you're going to install a modem driver, which is option two, return. And um, you're going to do option two, which is uh, internal plug-in serial or communication card with external modem. And then you're going to tell it what kind of serial card it is. So that's option three here. Um, or whatever serial card you have. Which slot is the card in? It is in slot two. Use this driver, yes. And then for the modem, um, you're going to use uh, option 10, non-smart modem. Yes. And so that that sets it up. And then um, you're going to do zero for quit installation. It gets written. Well, actually, I think there's a, a, a save configuration first. You save it. I've already configured the disk, but there's a save configuration that you do first before you. Uh, Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through that so I, so you know what number that is. Huh? Yeah, nine. I think you're right. Yeah. Save new installation. Hit nine, and then, then quit. I've already done that. So now you're going to do everything from your work disk. So you boot the computer from the work disk. Um, applications and utilities terminal app and then um, first thing you want to do is find out where your serial card lives so you're going to do cd forward slash dev so you're going to change to the device directory 
and then ls is like the catalog command tty dot asterisk. The asterisk is a wildcard, so it's just going to show you the files that start with tty dot. And you look for your USB serial, which in this case is USB serial. And you file that away for further reference. Now, um, the instructions that I found, for whatever reason, they couldn't get um, editing the TTYS configuration, the, the terminal um, configuration file. Editing that didn't quite work out the way they had hoped. So they, they kind of fake it out using a command called screen. Um, so what you do is you type um, screen slash dev slash then that tty dot usb serial and then the baud rate. Now I am going to intentionally use a slow baud rate but you can use whatever whatever you want. I'm going to use 1200 because we're going to connect to a um, we're going to connect to a BBS um, and what this is going to do is this, this is going to simulate the old days of dialing into a BBS at 1200 baud. So I'm going to use 1200. And that's not supposed to happen. This worked the last time. work of 
Murphy has affected me. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Type that in another terminal window? No. Oh, no, uh, well, maybe you do. No, because you still got to type to the terminal. Let's see. EXEC. Phone, phone, phone. Okay, this is what you do to enter that EXEC command. 
Um, when you're in screen, first you hit Control A, Control A, and then Shift colon. Okay, and then it gives you a little prompt, and that's where you do exec colon 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 slash USR. Yeah, that 1200 because that you're doing 1200 bot, and then you hit return, and there you are. Now you've got the login screen on. Your computer, and you can log into the Mac. All right, so there you are. I'm listing the directory. That's done, then I'm going to telnet into the screen clear command. And we're going to telnet bbs.a2central.com. Those of you that haven't seen that for huh? for its ASCII art, but uh, just not as impressive on the two oh, yeah, two, yes. And so there you are. Cool. Your Apple II as a dumb terminal for Mac OS X. Now, what else can you use it for? Um, let's. Uh, Let's disconnect from the um, Legend of the Red Dragon. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's spaceship. Trade Wars. Yeah. What? Twelve hundred baht. That's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> um.
plain text right now. Right now, plain text. Secret has plain text bulletin of menus and answers. Yeah, so you can. So, so exactly, you can have it running away on your on your um, uh, on your um, two e two e while you do your stuff on your modem. And that window No, that window. The, yeah, the window that's on the thing. You can just hide it. As you can see. Basically, what's happening is whatever is in this window is getting sent to the screen. It's getting mirrored. So you can hide this, put it away, run whatever program you want, and this will continue to do its thing. So it could be a Twitter feed. It could be a Twitter feed. It could be IRC. It could be could be trade wars. Trade wars. <laughs> Can we connect them to Walker? Huh? Can we connect them to Walker? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Let's play a game. Um, I, is there? Does anyone know if there is a built-in IRC client in in Leopard? The best yeah. thing to do is to use IRSSI. Is that IRC? But it's not built-in, is it? No, you're gonna have to use. If you logged into the BBS, there's a link right there. Yeah, I probably could. Um, but we're running out of time here. The next presentation. You're using uh, screen. Can you invoke another screen on the amplitude? Um. You probably could. But I don't. I, I think ProTerm would be a little more powerful for that sort of thing. You know what's cool about this is, for my job, I work in a terminal all day long. I could my primary computer could be. Awesome. <laughs> you get your coworkers coming in and staring at you. Funny, but you know. Just tell them it's part of the downsizing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are next. Yeah. Wait until your TN994 Asians. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so any questions? Okay. I hope that wasn't too technical for you. I'm going to write this up and actually uh, submit it as an article to. Uh, I already know one edit I'm going to make. <laughs> Look, you can't leave trade words out. <laughs> I'll put that in just for you. Thank you. Yeah, by the way, well, subscribe again if you publish again. So. I'm going to write the article without using the words built in. Okay. Or inbuilt. Okay. What the heck is inbuilt? The way it was built, comma, in 1983, comma. <laughs> Another way could be to say it was built into something. Yeah, I know. I would be challenged to rewrite that. <laughs> I love a good challenge. <laughs> I already told it once that this k pass. I'll tell you again later. Okay. Maybe I'll work into my Juicy GS session tomorrow. All right. You should have a long edit. Why do you keep choosing the word issue? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a blog post. Yeah. Like I said in, in concert Saturday too, if I park my car at the end of somebody's driveway, I have not in blocked. I have locked them in. <laughs> the power cord is not in blocked. Thanks, Alright, so any questions?